you're listening to episode 68 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am so excited to have you here. And today I have a special episode for you. This one is a solo show. It's just me by my lonesome self, uh, and I'm thrilled to be able to uh, to provide you with this podcast. I've had such a busy editorial calendar with getting on lots of great guests that I actually haven't had a chance to do an episode like this for a while, and I've been meaning to do so for about the last month. And the reason for that is I want to be able to share with you the lessons that I have learned after producing a flash briefing for an entire year. Now, I don't know too many people, to be perfectly honest, that have done a flash briefing for an entire year. And I wanted to come on the show today and let you know what it's been like, some of the trials and tribulations, some of the challenges, some of the definite successes that I have seen as a result of doing a flash briefing for a year, and also kind of be really, well, essentially be really transparent with you and let you know where I'm at, uh, what my statistics are like with regards to the flash briefing, so that you can hopefully make an informed decision about whether or not you would want to start a flash briefing. The bottom line is if you have a message that you want to get at your audience, here's the little spoiler alert. Yes, you do. The flash briefing has been an incredible experience. So let me tell you a little bit briefly about the background of the flash briefing, and then I'll get into where it's gone over the course of the year. When I started the flash briefing, I was really looking for a way to engage with you, with the audience of ALEXA in Canada, um, on a regular basis. And as I started to learn more and more about flash briefings, I realized that this is an excellent opportunity to do that, a real chance to create a relationship with you so that you can hear my voice every day on the flash briefing and hopefully you would get a lot of value of it out of it and you would continue to participate in the community and overall it would strengthen the community and also help you ultimately learn more about how you can use Lexi to the greatest degree and I'm proud to say that overall I think that has been achieved over the past year it has been really really fun the way I want to dive into this a little bit deeper now with you is I want to talk about some of the pros and some of the cons that I've experienced in producing my flash briefing. Maybe we'll start with the cons first, with the bad stuff first, so we can finish off on a high note. Here's the here's the thing. If you're going to do a flash briefing, and I've said this before, as you may know, I've, I've spoken a lot about flash briefings, and I'm very uh, bullish on flash briefings, and I've got a course, flashbriefingformula.com, about flash briefings, and so on. But here's the bottom line. Unless you're really committed to it, I would actually advise you probably not to do it because you have to be consistent with a flash briefing. If you are there one day and your audience comes to recognize that you are providing them with value on a daily basis and then all of a sudden you disappear, I use the analogy of, for example, you going to listen to a radio show and it's your favorite radio show and you listen to it and one day it's just it's not there. And of course, you'd be wondering, well, what's up with that? Why are they, you know, what's going on? And if that happened again and again, how long do you think that the listener would stick around listening to the radio show? Well, they wouldn't, of course. And so I think it's extremely important that if you're going to do a flash briefing that you be consistent, which is one of the cons, to be perfectly honest, a flash briefing on a regular basis, if you're going to produce it at a high quality, it is a lot of work. 
Uh, as you can imagine, doing this day in and day out for 365 days, I'm actually at about a year and a month now, so I'm approaching about 390 days, um, without having a break in there. You just have to keep producing the content. Now, there are strategies around that, of course. Uh, I do try to batch things when possible, but sometimes a specific news um, event or something happens in the world of Amazon or Lexi that I really want you to be aware of, even if it's at the last minute. And so sometimes I will sit down and I'll be recording a flash briefing late at night so that I can go out the next morning. And that kind of commitment, I think, is is critical to having a really good flash briefing that your audience can count on. So yes, I do try to batch mine as much as possible, but sometimes I do them at the last minute. And I'll say that when you are recording things at the last minute, that can become stressful because then you feel you're kind of under the gun and you got to get it done. There are some times when I have had some evening plans and I knew that I wanted to record something that was a hot, timely news item and I didn't get home till late for whatever reason and I still realized before I can go to bed, I got to get my flash briefing recorded. And so that's something you have to be aware of and there are ways to deal with that, but that's a reality of producing a flash briefing and really anything on a regular basis. The show must go on. That's the bottom line. The show must go on. Now, as far as some of the pros, well, you may already be guessing at some of these. One of the things is that in the process of creating a flash briefing every single day, I have become an expert on the Amazon ecosystem and Lexi, particularly in Canada, but also just in general, because just by the nature of doing it, I am really deep into that um, technology and I'm reporting to you tips and tricks and news and so on. And so that just by the nature of doing it, I find that my knowledge is increasing of this technology, which is great because that is what I want to be sharing with you. So that is fantastic. I love this. It's a hobby of mine and it's a way for me to really continue to be on the cutting edge of what is going on in this technology. One of the biggest benefits of this is, of course, I get to help you, the listener and the communities. One of the things that I've really, really enjoyed doing is taking questions from the community, whether it's from the Facebook group, which, by the way, if you're not part of it, you can join it at alexaincanada.ca slash community. Um, So one of the things I really enjoy doing is answering questions that show up in the Facebook group. Uh, Sometimes I'll take some questions that are emailed to me through the contact uh, form on my website uh, and so on. But I find it as a fantastic way to help build the community and to help you specifically with the questions that you have. And that is a real, real um, benefit. And it's one of the things that I really enjoy doing about the, with the flash briefing. One of the other things that has happened as a result of doing the flash briefing on a regular basis is some people have now started to refer to me. It seems crazy even to me, but have started to refer to me as a thought leader in this area. I'm extremely humbled by that. Um, I, I, what can I say? I'm extremely humbled by that. And, um, you know, on the one hand, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that. On the other hand, the, the bottom line is I have put a lot of work into this to become an expert in this area. And so if that's how people want to refer to me, then, then wow, that's fantastic. Um, but I'm here really to serve you and to continue to provide you with value. But the bottom line is because some people have started to refer uh, to me as a thought leader, other opportunities have started to open up for me. So I had the opportunity to, uh, to teach um, in fact, at the Southern uh, Alberta Institute of Technology, I was asked to do some Skype uh, video guest lecturing to a marketing class that was learning how to do flash briefings. That was fantastic, and I really appreciated the opportunity to do that. 
I have created a course, as I mentioned, Flash Briefing Formula. I have been asked to speak at various conferences about how to create flash briefings, which I love doing. I love teaching. You may, you may or may not know, I have a teaching background as well. Um, and so I love having the opportunity to speak and to teach and to share knowledge. And that is all from being committed to creating the flash briefing. Now, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit. And I want to talk about some of the numbers because I think this is important. Like I said, I want to be totally transparent with you. I started this flash briefing back in February of 2018. And what I did was I started to keep track of some of my own statistics in a little chart and a graph. And I'll tell you that that first month in February of 2018, I had 315 unique Amazon listeners. This is for the Voice in Canada flash briefing in Canada. So these are Canadian listeners. Now I do have my flash briefing in all five English speaking regions. You can listen to it in Canada, in the US, in India, in Australia, and the UK. But these stats at least are, I'm just telling you to give you an idea um, for the Canadian listeners, which is my biggest market. So unique listeners, I had 315. January of 2019, so after the holidays, this had gone up to 1,539 unique customers or listeners that month. It has quintupled in size. Unique plays. So I had 1,350 plays in February of 2018, which actually I thought was pretty impressive for the first month doing this. In January 2019, I had over 13,000, 13,000 individual plays or downloads of my flash briefing episodes in one month. And skill activations. My skill was activated about 400 times in February and in uh, and towards the end of 2018, it was being activated close to 1,000 times every month. And when you take those numbers together and you add those up from February until essentially now, uh, the number of downloads, the number of listens has been over 100,000 listens in one year on a brand new technology. Think about that and think about the opportunity there. This is a brand new technology. A lot of people out there don't even know what a flash briefing is. And this has been listened to over a hundred thousand times. And this is across Canada, US, UK, Australia, and India. Um, One of the other really interesting things that I've discovered is that most of my listens, of course, are coming from the Lexi devices, from the Echo devices. In fact, I would say that approximately 85 to 90% of the listens are coming from Amazon Lexi devices. But what's interesting, and this is, you know, if you're, if you're creating a flash briefing, think about this. In addition to Lexi being the source where people are listening to the flash briefing, they are also listening to it on a web browser because I have my uh, audio of my flash briefings on my website at voiceincanada.ca. They're listening to it through an Apple podcast because I also feed my uh, Lexi flash briefing as a podcast. And interestingly, it is being listened to in the podcast form. It's being listened to in a couple of other different uh, podcasting um, clients, Overcast, Downcast. It's even being listened to on an Apple Watch Um and through iTunes and so on. And I all, I know this because of my host that I use um, and the host actually provides me with this feedback. So it's really, really remarkable. Now, the other thing I wanna let you know is that the time that my flash briefing is most being listened to, and this is 
not surprisingly, most people will listen to flash briefings when they are getting ready in the morning. And so I think I think you will find, unless there's something quite unusual about your own flash briefing, that if you choose to do one, that most of your flash briefings are going to be listened to in the morning. My peak time tends to be between approximately 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. And that is when most people will listen to the flash briefing. So think about that when you're making your flash briefing in terms of um, you know what, how you're gonna phrase your content, how are you going to address what the person is doing at that particular time of day? Um, so that's very important. Now, the other thing is don't you know isolate your other listeners that are listening to it at different times of day. But uh, just to give you an idea, if uh, if we look at my stats, I'm seeing that I'm on at about 7 a.m. around that time period. I've had about 8,000 of those uh, listens that I've talked about happen during that hour. At the eight o'clock hour, there's about another 8,000 as well, okay? But let's take 6 p.m. It's only about 1,700, so it's a big difference. So something to keep in mind. And the other thing that I, that I just wanna uh, let you know as well is that because this technology can be listened to on the web or on through the various formats, as I mentioned, it's not only restricted to the uh, countries where you can actually buy an Echo device. There are lots of people that are importing these uh, from countries where you can get the Echo and they're listening to the flash briefing in other countries, which actually, quite frankly, blows my mind. Uh, the top uh, countries where my flash briefing is being listened to is, are, of course, uh, Canada, United States, then it goes Ireland, United Kingdom, Brazil, India, Thailand, Barba Barbados, Australia, Spain, and it goes on and on. And in fact, my, uh, my, my Voice in Canada flash briefing has now been listened to in 54 different countries, which is crazy to me, 54 different countries. So there you go. That's just a little taste of what it's been like for me over the past year. I have to emphasize, it took a lot of work. But if this is something that you're willing to invest some time into, you, we are at the ground floor of an incredible opportunity right now in flash briefings. I don't care if you have a business, if you have a hobby, if you just wanna talk about hockey, if you wanna talk about baseball, if you wanna talk about fishing, there is an audience out there for you. And this is an opportunity for you to really become a thought leader in whatever area you want to be a thought leader in because there are not that many flash briefings out there relative to websites, of course, and relative to even to podcasts. And it's remarkable what you can do today with a flash briefing. I want to finish off with three last points here for you to consider. As a result of the flash briefing and coming to the realization that the flash briefings are such a powerful medium now for us to get our message out, I truly believe that more and more people are going to start to produce these flash briefings. But one of the challenges with the way the skills, not just flash briefings, but skills in general are found in the Amazon ecosystem is, well, a lot of it's by luck or word of mouth, hopefully. Because when you go and you search for a skill, uh, you, you know, there are, as far as skills, not just flash briefings, I mean, there are now tens of thousands of skills and it's hard to find the good ones. And I was thinking, how can we find the really, really quality flash briefings? And what I've done is I've gone ahead and I've created the first and only, as far as I'm concerned right now, and as far as I'm aware of, uh, the first and only 
flash briefing network. So this network is the premier flash briefings on Amazon Lexi. And this uh, network known as briefcast.fm is there to help you find the best flash briefings. So what I'm doing is I'm inviting people that have really quality flash briefings to join the network and slowly but surely we are adding some on. I don't want it to grow too quickly because I really want it to be uh, a, a very uh, vetted place for flash briefings to appear. And so I purposely am not necessarily taking any flash briefing into the network. They have to be shown to be good quality flash briefings. But we do have flash briefings that are joining the network. I'm very excited. I've got a couple that I'm announcing very soon that are joining the network as well. And if you have a flash briefing and you think that you would be a good fit for this, then then I certainly do want to hear from you. And I'd love to have a look at your flash briefing or I guess even better have, have a listen to your flash briefing. The other thing that I want to mention is with regards to courses. Uh, I have created a course, flashbriefingformula.com, where I do take you through the complete flash briefing creation from concept all the way up to how to market it and everything in between, including all the technical stuff. And I'll and I'll tell you, even if you're not a technical person, you can certainly create a flash briefing. The technical stuff is not hard when you create a flash briefing. And I walk you through exactly how to do it in this course. The course is entirely free. So if you want to be part of that and check it out, then by all means, go to uh, flashbriefingformula.com. And the third thing that I want to finish off with is just with regards to reviews. I have been extremely fortunate that my flash briefing has been the number one rated flash briefing since I launched it over a year ago. And that truly is as a result of you, the listener, uh, enjoying it and taking the time to leave me some really great reviews. That is how it has maintained that ranking. And I have been asking for reviews at times throughout the uh, the flash briefing. I always really appreciate it when people do leave reviews. And I always give those people a shout out because, you know, it's it's one way that I can recognize the time that you took to write those reviews. And it's the least I can do is to to acknowledge you publicly on the flash briefing. So if, when you go about making your own flash briefing, I encourage you to ask for reviews. I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, I personally have an issue with asking specifically for five-star reviews. I don't like to do that. I think that's a little bit presumptuous, to be perfectly honest. But I have no problem with asking for a review. And I think that that's a great way that if the audience is enjoying what you have to say, that they can also give something back to you. So... I want to formally thank each and every one of you. There have been 61 reviews on the uh, on the Canadian Skills Store, and there have actually been five reviews as well on the U.S. Skills Store for my U.S. version of this flash briefing. So thank you to each and every one of you that has left that review. It means the world to me, and I do mean that absolutely sincerely, and it is because of you that this rating uh, ha- is there and the flash briefing has been so successful. So I've mentioned a couple of things in this in this podcast episode. You can see it's been a real whirlwind. It's been a wonderful year of creating this flash briefing. I have no intention at all of stopping or slowing down. In fact, I'll say for the first time here, I may even be looking at creating some other flash briefings because I see the value in them, but I'll leave it at that for now. Um, it's going to be a really, really incredible year going forward. And I am always open to hear about your ideas about flash briefings your experience with the course, and if you want to join Briefcast. All I can finish with is the following. If you want to create a flash briefing and you have a message to get across and you are consistent with it and you do it seriously and you make a quality flash briefing, this is ground floor 
uh, opportunities and you can become a thought leader simply because of your flash briefing in any area that you want. The time is now. All right. So go to the show notes, A-L-E-X-A in Canada.ca slash 68, and I will have all the links to everything there. Thank you again for your support. It's been a wonderful year, and I look forward to uh, giving you another update in another year's time. I'll talk to you again next week. She's got, She's skills. got skills.